Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. So with today's practice, we'll continue to open the field of awareness beyond the breath and body and physical experience to formally include thoughts and feelings, emotions as part of the meditation field. Obviously you've had probably a few thoughts and emotions uh, these last few days, even though we didn't formally include it. But um, now we can, having established uh, some stability of, of mind, we can um, consciously open to them as objects of mindfulness. <clears throat> As I've said before, mindfulness of any object is just as um, valid and liberating as any other object. And so to be mindful of an emotion, (coughs) or mindful even of the process of thinking, is um, tremendously freeing and liberating. But it's a bit harder to be clear about an emotion or thought than a physical experience for most of us, most of the time, because um, they're so slippery and so easy to get into the content of what's going through the mind rather than the process of that experience. We have an emotion and although it might manifest in the body or in the whole mental atmosphere, there's a story often that goes with it and we get stuck on the story level, believing that story to be real and affecting us either in a, an uplifting way or in a contracting way. But when we see it as just a visitor that's come for a while and not get lost in the content, then we see this is just another part of being human. Whatever the emotion, whatever, as it's called in Buddhist psychology, the mind state, the third foundation of, of mindfulness, the Buddha talks about just knowing mind states as they arise. Oh, the restless mind, one knows as the restless mind. The mind without restless, uh, restlessness, 
one knows is the mind without restlessness. The mind with lust, simply as the mind with lust. No judgment, it's just here. The mind without lust, the mind without lust. The concentrated mind, one knows is the concentrated mind, and so on. So for the purposes of the meditation, it doesn't matter what the emotion is, to simply notice, oh, and this is arising now. This takes practice to feel the emotion without either getting caught in the story or having some kind of a judgment, negative or positive, that this emotion has visited. Uh, but this is the, the gift of practice, to just see it as part of being human. Many of you are probably familiar with the, um, the acronym RAIN as a way to um, mindfully experience emotions. And for those who aren't, and as a review for those who are, RAIN, the English word RAIN, like rain from the sky, stands for recognize, allow or accept, investigate or bring an interest, and non-identify, another way of saying not taking it personally. And so when an emotion comes up, to simply recognize, oh, this is sadness in a very kind, neutral way. Allow it to be here without an agenda for it to go away. Investigate, not so much analyze or try to figure out, but to just explore how do I feel this, this feeling? Where in my body do I feel it? What does it feel like in the mind? And the non-identification is not taking it personally. This is just part of being human and there's an awareness that can hold it. This really simply comes down to letting yourself feel the feeling without getting lost in the story. And when you're curious and interested, then you're having a different relationship than when you are lost, swept up, either with memory or story or activating uh, some place inside. You're bringing a kind, non-judging awareness that connects with this experience in the same way that you'd know there's the breath or a sound. And with emotions, if they are very strong or seem a bit uh, overwhelming to handle, you can first use that self-compassion practice that we've spoken of, just to first hold it and know that it's here without even going into the 
the mindful analysis. If it seems like a lot, you can just put your hand on your heart or feel uh, feel what you're feeling in a very kind way. Oh, oh, this is this is hard, and this is just part of life. And let me hold it with kindness. And then, when you feel a bit more balanced or ready, you can explore it. <clears throat> and also, with emotions, you might not um, be able to stay with them for a long time. You just touch it for a little while. Okay, let's feel this for the next half minute. And when it gets to be too much, or you're starting to lose your center, or you're getting into a struggle, then come back. Feel your breath. Feel yourself sitting here. Or open to sounds, or even look around if it seems like it's a lot. And so you want to just explore as long as you can be interested and balanced. And when it's too much, then just turn your attention elsewhere. Thoughts similarly can be seductive or elusive. We can get lost in them. And the idea is simply to know that thinking is happening without getting lost in the story. Often simply noticing, oh, thinking thinking. One is not feeding the thought and it disappears or dissolves. You don't have to keep on holding on to it to explore it. You can see how empty and insubstantial it is. Sometimes there's a repetitive pattern planning or remembering or judging, or worrying. And if that's obvious that a particular thought pattern keeps on coming, uh, you might use that note to just uh, mark, oh, this is how the mind gets caught, and saying it in a very kind way. And often, when there is a particular theme that keeps on coming up, it might be an indication that there's a feeling underneath that is um, calling for your attention. So you might just ask, if you keep on having a repetitive thought, but what am I feeling underneath this? And just see. If all this seems very complicated, it's really simple. Just knowing that you're thinking or knowing what you're feeling and seeing it with a very kind, mm, interested, and uh, relaxed awareness. So, you can just as a brief review, feel a connection with your body as you sit here. Feel a connection with the earth. Let your posture be both upright, dignified, as well as relaxed and open.
You can use the breath as your home base. If you like to ground yourself at any time, you can take a few deeper breaths and just fill your, your, your being with some calm energy and then just let go. And as we've been doing, if there's something that calls you away, whether it's sound or sensation or images, know that they're happening. And now we can also include this whole realm of feelings, emotions, and the thinking process as part of the meditation. Again, if this seems like a lot to remember, it really comes down to simply noticing what's happening right now. Letting it be as it is, unless some adjustment is needed, and opening to it with that kind, interested, and relaxed awareness.
Let's check in for a few moments. Hmm. Yeah, I have one. <coughs> one question. I've noticed that uh, my practice is quite often, quite, quite often, quite serious. Mm. Uh, when you're saying that, make it like a game. I'm not, I'm not getting there. <laughs> and uh, I feel like it would be very he- helpful if I get some. Ease and maybe open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If I could make it like more like a game, I think uh, it would help me. So, do you have any tips how I could do that? I tried that alien thing and <laughs> that child thing, but uh, I don't feel like it's so much fun. Fun. It's quite serious. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I've heard this before. That's <laughs> why so I ended up writing a book on awakening joy, because I got very serious in my practice. As I say, dead serious in my practice. And it's so important. Um, and I was just telling the others, I. I'm going to be, uh, yeah, giving a talk on on joy soon, um, but not until tomorrow night. <laughs> but tonight you're in for a treat because uh, Jane's going to be giving a talk, uh, also a heart opening talk, um, and it's um, it, it, it's it's something that uh, first of all it's it's a lot easier to pay attention when the mind is relaxed and open. 
Um, do you like to play in your life? Yeah, but now I'm starting to wondering uh, if I'm playing, I'm, I might be serious also. <laughs> 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 You're a serious player. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, as you're laughing, you have that capacity. How does it feel to just even be laughing with, with all yeah, of it? Of, of course, it feels very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have that in you, and I'm sure you enjoy it. We just have to kind of practice lightening up. Um, l- let me ask you, are there any times during the day where you... Uh, you feel um, a, a bit lighter and freer? Yeah. Tell me when. For example, uh, yesterday we were doing the loving mm, kindness practice and there was these uh, images that but, uh, I was thinking about the times I, I, I was happy. Mm. And then I really felt happy. And, uh, mm-hmm. So it's, it's possible. But when I'm doing the normal practice, you know, just feeling my breath or walking, and I'm just, mm-hmm. when it happens, then I'm quite serious. Okay. Are, are there, so, uh, without going into specifics, is there a time that when you think of, you can, uh, you can open to that channel of, uh, in a memory? Sorry? Is there a memory that you can think of that, that reminds you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Use that memory. Just uh, remember to um, uh, that it's sometimes it's just opening a channel. In fact, I'll I'll, I'll share with you something I was sharing with um, with Anna and, and Sari and, and, and Jane about um, uh, a, a wonderful meditation uh, master, uh, Venerable Analio, who is a uh, he's a very uh, deep scholar, a very strong practitioner, and he was talking about his own practice with uh, the loving kindness meditation. And uh, he, and somebody asked him. I was I listened to a, a talk of his when um, when you uh, when you do metta, should you be saying the phrases in a very systematic way? And is there is there, can you can you be uh, a little bit uh, uh, free f- free form, and he gave this really great um, answer where he said, um, you know, I I knew at one point that um, metta was very important for me, and um, but I just had a really hard time with it. He said, I'm German, so and naturally I can be very serious. And besides, I had a lot of anger inside of me. And so whenever I would do the loving-kindness practice, it would just bring up that much more anger. I don't feel loving, and I'm very frustrated by it. It's really hard. And he, he said he was meditating in his, uh, in, in, in his meditation hut in Sri Lanka, um, trying to do the metta and just really getting frustrated. And one day he, come, he came out of his hut and he saw these uh, two baby chipmunks. You have that, you know, chipmunks, little squirrels. Um, you know, what's the... What's the? <laughs> we don't have them here. No, okay. <laughs> They're really cute. <laughs> and they were just playing with themselves and rolling around. And he, and he, 
he just looked at them and it, it just tickled him so and he said, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> and then he said, oh, I'm feeling happy. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling, I love those chipmunks. And he said, that was his, his gateway to, to metta. He didn't use the phrases. He didn't, he didn't try hard to be mindful. He just thought of those chipmunks. <laughs> and that was his main practice, his main metta practice for quite some time. He said, you won't find this in the Pali Canon, uh, <laughs> but it's chipmunk meditation. <laughs> and something lightened his heart. And so you might just, you know, whether it's that, that memory or just somehow opening up the channel a little bit and inviting that, not trying hard. It's really, when people say uh, they do Awakening Joy course, and they say, I'm trying really hard to be joyful. (laughs) It won't work if you try hard, but if you just lighten up. Sometimes I used to get very serious before I gave a Dharma talk. Um, For many years, Gosh, I'm so serious. And I, I like to have fun these days, as maybe you, you've seen. But I was really, you know, I've got to give a good Dharma talk. And, and then for quite some time, I would just, before I start the talk, just remind myself with the word playfulness. That was, a, I'd say my intention, and then i just plop in the word, oh, playfulness and just to remind myself an invitation oh that's possible right now we can all do this just close your eyes and think of something that brings you joy maybe playing with your dog or with a child or just something that tickles you a little bit And as you're just remembering, oh, just enjoy that feeling of lightening up. You're just opening to that channel. And you don't have to make it more intense. You're just kind of um, delighting in that capacity of the heart. And now just invite yourself to bring that playful spirit into your practice. You might, if you're feeling it for a moment uh, and there's a smile on your face, enjoy the smile. Let the little kid in you come out or remember being around kids. They just naturally like to play. And it's in you too. He just needs a little invitation to come out sometimes. Okay, you can open your eyes. And as far as making it like a game, you know, if you're doing the walking meditation and you're feeling yourself tight, enjoy it. Sometimes I'll, I'll pretend I'm dancing. And I'll do a, you know, 
it doesn't look very impressive, <laughs> but I'm having fun. <laughs> Don't worry about what you look like. Better to have fun than impress people. <laughs> They're worried about how they're looking anyway. So. <laughs> but really, just to just to remember, um, this is this is. Mm, I'm just thinking of an Alan Watts quote that I was going to share with with, uh, with with the group, and now I'll definitely share it. it you're you're not doing it to arrive at any particular destination. Yes, I'll be mindful, and then I'll then I'll fix myself, and then I'll um, let yourself just enjoy being alive. And um, you know, of course, there are some times where it's not fun. There are some times where there's a memory, and there's loss, and there's and it's painful and. It, you know, I'm not saying pretend that there's not dukkha, that there's not suffering. There's suffering in life. But besides those moments when it's just neutral, um, notice the tendency to slip into that seriousness. If your brow is furrowed or your, um, your, your, your body is contracted, um, to... Uh, consciously lighten up. In fact, here's another thing that I sometimes use. Um, I mention it with a with a little uh, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's uh, uh, suggestion of sitting with a smile. Okay. Now try this. Really go for it. Put a big, stupid, toothy <laughs> grin on your face. <laughs> Good, try it. Especially if you don't want to do it. <laughs> try it. Yeah. Notice how that feels. <laughs> Having a good time? <laughs> because the body af- affects the mind, too. And if we're walking around like this, we're telling our mind to, to, to be tight. You know. Try... Uh, try this. This is a little California coming. (laughs) Just try this. Uh, You can be quiet, but inside, say to yourself, yay! (laughs) In fact, you go ahead, say it, make it out loud, okay? One, two, three, yay! (laughs) Oh, How do we feel? Are we having fun? And there's something about just switching on that channel that we don't even realize we have that capacity. So, you know, so notice how you carry your body and remember times that you are uh, light. And then the other thing, which I will be talking about in the when I talk about joy and people who've done the uh, read the book or done the course know when you're having a pleasant moment don't miss it the Buddha talks about not only cultivating wholesome states but maintaining and increasing wholesome states when they're here now here's the tricky part when you're feeling connected with life 
and you're saying, oh, this is a wholesome state. Watch out be, to, to not get attached to it or say, oh, how do I keep it here? Or how do I make it bigger? Because in a moment, it's just become an unwholesome state. But the way to maintain and increase the wholesome state is to not miss it and enjoy it and just let yourself savor it. In that, that discourse that I said uh, uh, about thinking I'm generous, the Buddha says, that gladness connected with the wholesome I call an equipment of mind to disarm all hostility, to end all hostility. So when you're feeling a moment of gladness, it's so gorgeous here. You know, I know it's hot, but it's really gorgeous just looking at the water or looking at, the, at life all around or just, uh, just enjoying the, the, the nature. And if you're touched by it, hmm, let that be a, an object of your mindfulness. Oh, I'm feeling ease right now. Oh, I'm enjoying this moment. That can be as important, at least as important a subject of mindfulness as, as feeling the breath or feeling a step or knowing that you're feeling sorrow or pain. Uh, don't miss those, and we often uh, miss them because we have our radar out for what, what we need to be doing right. So um, just plop in that word playful or fun or in when I'm on retreat I actually do this and I'm finding myself getting really serious I'll go into the bathroom the, uh, yeah, yeah. you call it bathroom here uh, go into the bathroom and I'll look in the mirror and I'll just go <laughs> really I do and it's a part of me that, that says, that, that says you're getting very serious. Okay, you said you'd smile. But I don't feel like smiling. I'm in a rotten mood. But you said you'd smile. Yeah, I know I said I smile, but I'm, you said, all right already. And I'll go in. <laughs> and in a moment, it's, it's, I can open up to that channel. So just play around with it. And uh, I, I'm so glad you bring this up, because this is not just you. It's, I, was, I was saying to the others, I think I want to give a talk on joy soon. I know maybe other people are familiar with it, but I feel like it's so easy to get serious about practice. Uh, don't wait for the talk. Just let yourself enjoy. Think about it. No emails. Nobody wants anything from you right now, except for you to just be here for your life. This is a time for you to just make friends inside. It's such a wonderful thing you're giving yourself. And uh, appreciate what you're doing and also enjoy it. Because the more you can be playful with it, the easier it is to pay attention and you open your heart. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.